you hear that? Yeah, that's new. That is a new thing here on Zoom. Uh, if anybody knows, if Zoom updated, let us know. This thing is being recorded, or this meeting is being recorded. What a way to start. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Lab Epstein Hitting Podcast, episode number 56. My name is Jim, and uh, we're talking tonight about switch hitting. And if you don't really know, it's hard enough to hit from one side and strike out a lot from one side. We're going to teach you tonight how to swing, strike out, and struggle from two sides. Because we're talking about learning to switch it. Yeah, that's the way of the game, isn't it? It is. That is. My name is Jim, and joining me, as always, is my friend, co-host, professional evaluator, successful business owner, the boss, the people's champ. He tells people to know their role and to shut their... By the way, I want to let you know, so I have a quick story about that. I forgot. I almost forgot. I have to tell you, I had a spam caller call me the other day. And it's, I don't know, I get this like every two weeks. This guy calls me and goes, is Alexander there? And I, and I, I usually tell him, you know, fuck off or something, you know, really mean. But this time I decided to placate him a little bit. And I said, sure, this is Alexander. What can I do for you? And uh, he goes, uh, are you selling a home? And I go, what is your name, sir? And I think his name is like Bill or some, some, you know, some name. And I go, all right, Bill, here's what I want you to do. I want you to know your role. And I said, know your role and shut your mouth. And I said, you make an effing adjustment. But I didn't say effing. I said the F word instead. Oof. So I got him. So hopefully Alexander will, will hold off on calling me for another two weeks. Yeah. Do you get it on your cell phone where it says spam likely? I get that or I get like some 813 random number, which mm. 813, for those who live in the Tampa area, Steve from Hit Doctor, uh, not Hit Doctor, Stance Doctor knows that he 813. He's got that. 813. I don't think okay. he has an 813 number. I have him saved in my phone, so I don't know what it is, but he knows what the uh, 813 number stands for. Champa Bay, baby. By the way, I'm yellow today, so sorry about that. I'm going to try to fix that in editing. Hopefully, I have fixed it in editing. If I didn't, I'm yellow. I don't know why. It's the camera on my older laptop, so. I'm not sick. I'm just yellow today. And I'm not, it's not even, it's not even good yellow. It's like, I, I wish I was like tan yellow. It's like, I'm just, somebody took a, like a marker, like a highlighter and just went. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. It's a jaundice look. I don't know what jaundice means. Yeah. It means your liver's failing. Great. Let's hope not. Yeah. Thanks for the kind words. I think you look great. I think you're lying. Best you've looked since I've known you. Um, Did you go back and listen to the switch hitting uh, conversation, you know, we had at the end of the show? No. Where you said, you know, a lot about switch hitting or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I did. I did. You said it. I see what you, I see what you meant there. Yeah. So I didn't mean to offend you. No, not offended at all. It's it's all good things. You acted offended last week. No. Um, But I did hear it. Yes. I did get a lot of, uh, Mm. a lot of love from that, from that episode though. You did people, from who? People, who people anybody want to shout out tonight? Not yet. It's Why not? Not, not yet. No, it's not shout out time. When's shout out time, Mr. Producer? I don't know. Whenever it comes. Show. <laughs> <laughs> You're the new producer of this show now. Come shout away with, with we'll meetings all day. And now you think you run everything. Breaking ball, breaking bats. I got another picture. Four broken bats. She just explodes barrels. She swings so hard. This kid. Really? Yeah. It's not your daughter. No. Viv doesn't swing hard enough. She only weighs like 64 pounds. Can I ask you a question, by the way? Sure. Uh, not by the way, but it's just a question. The talk this oh, this gum is tremendous. The talk oh. this week, it is um, they're not a sponsor, but I'll show it to everybody. Trident tropical twist. See. Man, that is yellow. Hey, it's yellow. <laughs> no, yellow. <laughs> it's an <laughs> It's like the audience is like colorblind this week. Every time they look at me, they're going to see one color, yellow. Yeah, lemon. This is an orange um, orange packet here. Try it out. Um, a lot of talk this week with uh, Irwin, your guy, Irwin Mercedes, who you like a lot. A lot of people. I do. Yeah. Well, anyway, he got he uh, him and Tony LaRusso are in a little, little childish spat, if you ask me. Yeah. And uh, talk around, I can't believe it's gone this long. I mean, talk around baseball for like four days was about this poor guy hitting a home run against uh, a Twins team that just absolutely stinks. Yeah. And uh, I I don't know. Here's my take on it. That And you and I have said this and talked about this before. Hitting is hard enough. Hmm. So 
with that said, with hitting being hard enough as it is, and you talked, you said it last week, don't give away, you used to tell your guys at Mizzou, don't give away at bats, don't give away plate appearances. Listen, he swung three and oh, he certainly, maybe it's not the nicest thing to do, but we're not in it to be nice. We're in it to win and we're in it to not give away plate appearances because tomorrow, if you're Urine Mercedes or anybody else on the White Sox, you're probably going to be facing a guy that throws 95 plus. So why not go up there and take advantage of the situation? I don't think it's that big of a deal. And I don't, I don't think the unwritten rules apply to this situation for a hitter at this moment. Yeah, there, I, I kind of am on both sides on this. So I, I don't, I don't have a clear yes or no. I, I you know, in his defense, mm-hmm. um, in the defense of the situation, you know, he didn't make the guy throw three balls. He didn't make the twins go th- put in a fielder. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't his choice to have a blowout game and 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 they bring in some some guy that's an infielder. Like mm-hmm. he was just a hitter. Um, if he really got the take sign three and zero, and he swung away, then that's kind of, uh, you know, not not a good thing. Like for his manager, like I'd be upset that he 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 disobeyed a sign. Did he not get a sign? That was probably more likely. He's young. He yeah. didn't grow up in the United States with unwritten rules. He doesn't know. Yeah. Oh, you're not supposed to. Okay, like where I'm from, we swing at anything we can and hit it as far as we can. That's what we do. Like you throw a ball over the plate, I'm going to hit it. Right. And right. so I, I think now I, I don't know him personally, and I, I don't know the relationship he has. But to be honest, I think mm-hmm. I, I'm not real happy with what Larusa did. You don't throw your own player under the bus. Yeah. He threw his own player under the bus. Yeah. That's the, I, I can't believe that happened. Like that's the part I was like, this is stupid. Yeah. Throw at the guy he gets hit. As LaRusa says, you know what? He probably shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. But he didn't know any better. But for him to say, oh, he's got no feel and this and that, and he throws him under the bus and said, you know, this, people don't know how to play the game anymore. Yeah. I'd be pissed. If I was a player on that team mm-hmm. and I had a manager that didn't stick up for me and a manager that sold me out to the world, uh-uh. That, yeah. that is, that's not a good clubhouse. And – I don't know. Again, that's my opinion yeah. because I'm obviously not a major league manager and at that a Hall of Fame major league manager that's won multiple World Series. So maybe he does something right, but I'm not a believer to throw your own players under the bus. Now, I would take that player into the locker room or into the tunnel and say, you don't do that. This is why you don't do that. But mm-hmm. if you didn't teach him any better, if the minor league system didn't teach him any better, if his teammates didn't teach him any better, mm-hmm. why is it his fault? It's not his fault. You know, it, it's a shame, too, because Tony LaRusse is the type of guy, and everybody's jumped on him this week, especially the new school people in the game of baseball. because yeah, he has so, no gray hair. He's like 80 years old. He doesn't have any gray hair. It's the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my well, life. that's going to be you. You won't have any gray hair either. But Jeez, i got a ton of gray hair now. Ah, that's okay. It, you know what? It's, it's called me. salt and pepper. <laughs> You'll be okay. You'll have more pepper than salt when you're older. But to me, with the new new school baseball people within the game now, they right away like piranhas. I don't see it. Like per, your lighting's bad. See, at least I'm yellow. <laughs> you you can still see your gray if you have any. People can't see my gray or can't see the color of my shirt. What it really is because I'm yellow. But the new school people wanted to just jump on Tony La Russa like piranhas. I felt bad for him because he's the type of guy who people right away jump on and say, well, he's out of touch. He's old school. He doesn't belong in the game anymore. He doesn't know what he's doing. You know, they've had a weird year, the White Sox. Tony La Russa has made a couple of mistakes as the manager, and they're yeah. still one of the top teams yeah. in the American League. It's very weird and strange to me. Yeah. But it makes you question no. how much impact does a major league manager really have on a team? I mean, you got, you got to lead, right? Yeah, you got to call the right plays and you got to lead and of course have the respect of your, of your players. Yeah. I mean, you also have to keep them in line. I don't, I, you know, I wasn't on him because he's old school or new school or is that I just, yeah. I don't believe you sell out, sell out your own players because mm-hmm. you're, you have a job because of those players. If those players do poorly. Yeah you don't have a job. If you upset those players, they're not going to want to play for you. You don't have a job. So just doesn't, you know, I don't think it's going to help him. I think there was a better way to diffuse the situation instead of selling out one of your players. I was very disappointed too this week, uh, switching gears that Pujols didn't sign with the Cardinals. Yeah, me too. Were you disappointed by that? Yeah, I would have liked him to do that. 
He he hit a bomb the other night too. Yeah. Young man still got it. Still got it. <laughs> I uh just to put a bow by the way on Tony La Russa, I, I'm with you on that one hundred percent. Um, but again, I, I'm gonna be on the side of the hitter here. If you get a chance, swing three and oh against a position player lobbing it up there, then go. I mean, there should be at that point, if there's if you're stealing, then okay. But if you're up yeah, there hitting, trying right, to compete, right. doing the hardest thing that there is to do in sports, I don't care who's pitching. You, you, I there was a saying once from um, a kid's dad who I once played with in high school, and he he once used to tell his son, he used to say, "I don't care if you're playing St. Mary's School of the Blind, I want you to go and throw strikes and strike every one of those kids out." I'm the same way here in this situation. Just minus the St. Mary's. If it was school. three one, it would have been better, but. Even three zero, I I don't know. I, nobody would even care about it. Yeah, you know? but I maybe agree. he wanted to hit and get it out. Maybe he wanted to get out of there. What was the score? Was it a ten run game? Maybe they wanted to 15, go home. It was fifteen to four. Yeah, maybe he's like, I, I'm just going to swing and like hit it somewhere. God, I hope not. I don't want to walk. I hope not. I I hope he was up there to compete. Yeah, that's cause the what case, happens then... if he finishes the year at like thirty nine home or at forty home runs instead of thirty nine? All of a sudden, he's a 40 home run guy. He's going to get paid. He will. It would be like when Michael Strahan got the sack. Um, <laughs> this, the, the, again, the, the, in 2001, when he got the, the sack, um, whatchamacallit, yeah. the record. Yeah. And Brett Favre just kind of just laid down. Yeah, just, laid down. Yeah. Okay, you got me. I mean, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not trying. I'm just saying. I'm, oh, no, no, know. no. That's what Favre was saying. You, yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, right, right. Know. If you get 40, you know, if you get those 40 home runs, and that's yeah. that accounts for the four, that 40th home run. That's he's going to get paid indeed he may he yeah. may just have to skip arbitration or the white Sox of the may year. Have to. who knows what it'll be um you love that kid don't you heroin well, i've only seen him a few times he's i just kind of like the way the way i haven't seen him play defense yet does he play defense <laughs> no i don't think so you know who plays good defense though and just got traded the other day is willie adamas and yeah. i've said this before to people all the time, and I will continue to say until I'm blue in the face or yellow in the face. <laughs> we're just <laughs> we're next just week you'll be blue. <laughs> um, that it, the Rays, the reason they traded Willie Adamas because they have so much shortstop depth. You can never have enough shortstops in your organization. Do you agree with that? I mean, you yeah, can I never have enough Absolutely. shortstops ever. Yep. And that's why they have the ability to trade him and be able to get pieces where they're the weakest. I want to make a uh, quick, could I, you do a lot of shout outs. Could I do a shout out this week? Of course you can. All right, good. I want to shout out two people. No, no, one person. I'll shout out the second person at the end of the minor league season. Cause he's doing well right now, but I'll shout him out at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Cause I predicted him to be a very good, uh, I gave him a good hit grade and I'm happy for him, but I, I'm going to wait. Cause I want to see, you know, whole season, long season, but I want to give a shout out to one person, one player. 2018, using the Blue Jays organization. His name, Ivan Castillo. He was released after 2018. Picked up by the Padres, and he made his major league debut the other night. Oh. Now, I want to give put a little feather in my cap once again. I predicted that he would be a major leaguer in 2018. I said his bat-to-ball skills were tremendous. He ended up finishing number two in the Florida State League that year in batting average. Number two on base percentage. And he's just made his major league debut. So I want to not only give a feather in my cap, but more importantly, I want to give a shout out to Yvonne. He's probably not going to watch this and that's okay. Him and I used to converse in Spanish. That's true. We used to converse in Spanish. He taught me, he taught me some Spanish. Great kid. I'm proud of you, Yvonne. Congratulations for making it to the major leagues. You deserve it because you were an underdog. How old is he? I want to say he's like 23. Wow. 24. Yeah. And I, I listen, I predicted him to be what he is now, right? which is number, he could play a little bit of outfield, probably a fifth infielder, somebody yeah. who will help, but he will help your team and his bat will get him there. And it did. And you know what? If you make the major leagues, it doesn't matter what your role is. You made it to the major leagues. So Yvonne, congratulations. There's my shout out for the show. Awesome. Thank you. That's all you got for me. That's it. Awesome job. That's all you got for me. Yeah, no, that's. Uh, Don't you want to hear how now? Now, do you want to hear how I would run an organization? You know who one of my favorite reggae sure. artists is? Yellow Man. He's one of my. <laughs> he's one of my favorite. 
No, what else you got? Sorry, that was a that was a low hanging fruit. Was man, I am yellow. I gotta fix. I'm gonna fix that. Yeah, it's very weird. Did Zoom like update or something? Because then we had that woman in the beginning saying, "You are now recording." That scared the shit out of yeah. both of us. I kind of liked it. It was cool. She was letting us know. Yeah, like as if like when I push record, it doesn't. And then there's a red yeah, and I don't see corner. like a red light blinking you right know, the whole time. But that's if we had to know even know even further. Mm-hmm. Um, well, how would I run an organization? Uh, I just put I put Ep in charge of hitting, and that'd be it. There we go. Let's run with it. Ep in charge of hitting, and then we'd have to find a pitching guy. Yeah, it's kind of important to have good pitching. Yeah, Terry Hill can run the defense. He's pretty good. You know what I was thinking too, uh, for a minor league field coordinator, a, a man named um, Cesar Martin. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I forget my point now where I was going with this though. If I was running an organization, I thought about it today and then I had it on my tip of my tongue and then I forgot. Hmm. So maybe, maybe I'll have to come back to it next week. I don't know. Yeah. I know one thing. You know what? I, okay. I, I know one thing I would do. Now I'm starting to remember. It's starting to come back to me. It's the yellow that's distracting me. I can't, I can't, I literally, generally, I don't even want to look at myself because I'm so yellow. It's almost embarrassing. Um, You're going to make fun of me now, like for the rest of like my life about this, aren't you? Nope. Yeah. Okay. If you do. Um, So here's my thought. It's, it has to do with hitting and I want to get your opinion on this. If I was running an organization, I'd do many things. But if there's one thing that I would preach to my minor league coordinator or my minor league uh, uh, director, my farm director, one thing I would tell him or her, I would say in the cage, I want technology, blast motion or uh, rap soto, you know, high speed cameras. Same thing with bullpens for pitchers. But we're on, when we're on the field taking BP, I want all of that forgotten. I want all of that away, stashed away. And what I want on the field is guys focusing. If you want to do traditional BP, I'll leave that up to the farm director. If you want to do, say, uh, the um, whatchamacallit machine. Yeah, hack attack. Hack attack. Thank you very much. You want that on the f- That's fine, too. But I want guys focusing on their approach in live BP on the field. I want the technology away. That's when it needs to be separated. What are your thoughts on that? If I'm wrong, feel free, but it's just an idea that I had. Yeah, I don't think you 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 really want the technology on the field, but I also think that technology needs to be translated by the right person. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure it's getting translated by the right person right mm-hmm. now in most organizations, mm-hmm. probably 80 to 90% of the organizations. Mm-hmm. I think they use it and I think you have a lot of data, but I don't think that information is getting to the player in, in the right fashion so the player can succeed. And that's why we're seeing so many, so many issues with hitters. Yeah. Um, we used to have everybody was just taught to kind of hit line drives, right? Hit the ball on the ground, hit line drives. Mm-hmm. And as bad as you that sounds, when those guys got to the big leagues, they could start to hit, they started to hit home runs later, right? After they were in the big leagues for a year or two, because they started to sit back. Maybe they started getting to the bottom half of the ball. Maybe they started to swing up more, you know, whatever it was. But now it's kind of the opposite where everybody's swinging up too much. And it's not working. We're not able to flatten them out when they get to the big leagues. So before it was like they were too flat when they got to the big leagues. Like Charlie Blackman, we've used that as an example, right? He was always a good hitter, but he had no power. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden, he's like the dude. Mm -hmm. Um, That was everyone. Everyone was that way. Now guys hit 20, 30 home runs in the minor leagues, and they strike out a ton in the minor leagues where guys didn't usually do that. So now it's like guys are swinging up too much. Then they get exposed more in the big leagues and we can't work the other way. We can't work to flatten them out. So they don't swing up as much. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the issue with technology. If it was used the right way and say, get to this number or get to this spray chart, then I think we would have better all around hitters. Yeah, I really do. But um, yeah, the cage is a good spot for it, but I think you have to have the right people to translate that information. Mm-hmm. And um I don't think we do. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think we do. I think they do. I don't think they're doing a disservice. The people that are translating it say, "No, you want to do this, that, and the other, and just hit it here," but it's not necessarily just about hitting it there or hitting it on that trajectory. 
Right. You know, it's about right. what your bat is doing to get it. Cause I can hit it really high and far, but I might only do it one out of every eight times when my timing's right. And if it's a machine or somebody throwing front toss, well, after five or six pitches, I can time that. Well, in a game, I'm not going to have five or six pitches to time. Yeah. So what happens is if my timing window isn't good because my swing plane is in and out of the zone because I'm dropping my barrel and swinging up too much, it doesn't work. So right. you have to use that information. Yes, I want to hit the ball 25 degrees, but what is the process of hitting it 25 degrees? Is it is it coming in this way a little bit flatter, hitting the bottom half of the ball and launching at 25 degrees? Is it dropping my barrel and swinging up at 20 degrees to hit at 25 degrees? Mm-hmm. Well, do, do we know, do we know how our players are doing it? Or are we just looking at that number at the end of the, at the end of the printout? We're just looking at the number right now. Right. Right. Not the process on how they're getting to that number. Yeah. And you mentioned that 85 to 90% of organizations don't know how to use the data and you're exactly right. Well, there's a lot of organizations too, that are doing what I said not to do, which is the technology, having the technology on the field when they're supposed to be actually going over some sort of approach, I think on a, in a live batting practice on the field type type scenario. Now, my question for you, because you made a lot of good points there, what would you look for? Because there are all teams are now hiring hitting analysts, right? And air quotations, hitting analysts and, and hitting whatever, blah, blah, blah. But the information still is not being deciphered correctly. So what attributes does somebody have to have to be able to decipher that information correctly so if you're a hitting coordinator minor league hitting coordinator you're the guy in charge of hitting at the minor league level what attributes are you looking for in hiring somebody that can help spit out this information and make it applicable or applicable whatever it is i heard it's applicable this week make it applicable to players they typically have to um have you know hair that's graying Mm-hmm. around the temples right. uh, white bottom of the beard mm-hmm. i've and, seen the white on your beard and, i have not seen and, on your you know, been wearing this shirt at this time i don't know right. i'm the only right. one everyone has their own opinion so like but you can teach opinion. but you do it at the lab you can teach people correct that's that's my opinion i can teach people yes right so you have to have somebody that you trust to teach people but maybe mm-hmm. they would disagree with the way that i would teach it mm-hmm so then I wouldn't fit with them. So what it has to be, it has to be an organization that would say, Jake, can you come in and, and tell us what you what you think? Yes, this is what I think. This is how it works. This is the problem that's happening. Here is how mm-hmm. we fix it. Okay, you know, Jake or whoever that person is, mm-hmm. you know, Jim. Now you go hire your people. Sure. They're not they might have an idea. I'm gonna look for somebody that can communicate, somebody that could teach. And mm-hmm. somebody that believes in what I'm saying, and then I'm going to teach them how to do it mm-hmm. because I wouldn't trust somebody to already know how to do it. Oh, you know how to use a rep soto? Great, go work with the hitters. No, I would have layers of oversight to do that. Like mm-hmm. I would spend so much time with those hitting instructors to make that happen. But at the same time, what do people do? There's probably other people that understand stuff, but if they teach all these other people their way of doing things and what they look for. Mm-hmm. Maybe that person ends up taking their job in a year. So people are very guarded in, in how they how they do that. Right. You know, you have to be a very secure person to say, well, I know my information works, but the way that I can relate to a player and communicate with them is what sets me apart. So yeah, that that's kind of what has to be done. I would set a philosophy in, in the minor league system. These are the drills we want to look up, work on. These are the metrics that we want to work on. And then I would have oversight on them. And then I would have, um, you know, if I was a coordinator, um, I would be the one that goes in and does the hands-on work of what they All right, do. wait, wait, hold on. Let me stop you. Sorry. You're on a roll and you sound great. I was rambling. No, 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 no. I'm saying, no, 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 no. I'm writing down on my phone. This is a question for next week. This is going to be a cliffhanger as part of next week's show. I'm serious now. I'm serious. You know what? The way your liver is functioning right now, we might not have a show next week. (laughs) Oh my god! I give I give it to Wednesday until I'm until I'm. I uh, we we're gonna find out next week, folks. If I'm here, or if maybe if I'm dead, Epp will get a new partner. Um, your your philosophy and the practices that you would put into place for a farm system offensively 
all practices. Maybe it should be, maybe it should just be a whole topic. No, we'll make it a subtopic for next week, but I'm writing that. In, I wrote that in my phone. That will be a topic, a quick little topic is what part of our lineup as people see on the side of our screen, your philosophy and practices for that you would implement at the, in the at, for a farm system. We're going to talk and about that. And if you really week. want to know how to do it, come to the Epstein hitting certification the third weekend of October. Yes. Well, we're, you were doing the lab promo a little too early, but it's never too, oh, I guess sorry. it's never too early. That's so philosophies and practices. That's where you get all my secrets. Right. Well, we won't give away those secrets. We'll give away some of the secrets for your philosophy and practices. Yes. Next week. Mm -hmm. You don't sound too enthused. Enthused. Jim, you're not going to be around next week. We already just. <laughs> I know. Well, hey, it might be time for the intern. Maybe we to should step record up one more episode tomorrow. Yeah. Why well, might I be around tomorrow with my liver? No, you'll be all right. You got a couple more days. You better hope I don't like legitimately die this week. Yeah, I'm kidding. Like, who's gonna who's gonna feel awful? That will be like weird, like very weird. If I like yeah. just, what's the death? What's that saying about death? It's you bad. know, like yeah, whatever. If I if I did if I did you know, pass away, you'd be. In fact, you'd probably be implemented in the uh, in the investigation. Implicate. Yeah. Implicate. What did I say? Implemented? I'm using <laughs> He's hitting term. Shut down. Fucking hitting terms, man. God Internal almighty. Shut down. Oh my God. I thought that, yeah, the brain is starting to shut down. Don't forget to subscribe to the show, Apple, Google, Spotify, our YouTube page where you're watching this right now for new episodes and of course previous episodes and clips. And you know, subscribe. You know, it's good for the show. You know. It's like our listenership is like doubled with like the YouTube page and on the audio side. So it's great. We're getting like, you know, double the. Oh, well, it's not going to be as good after they see this episode. They'll listen to it, but you know, the. Visually, it's not as attractive. You don't look as attractive. I still look. The yellow I yeah, I don't know. I think I still look pretty attractive. <laughs> you kept telling yourself that. At least I can't see my gray hair or my beard or my <laughs> not a shot at time. you, by the way, although it could be no. ciphered. The best part is the mustache is still dark. Yeah. But this is white. So sometimes my kids are like, you going a mustache, you know, when I go to Texas for a week. Can you just grow a mustache? Just grow it out. Yeah, I can grow a mustache. It's can you just grow it out? Grow. Just yeah. do it. You know, why not? Why not? Because, you know, I want to sleep in my own bed when I get home. Why wouldn't you be able to sleep in your own bed when you get home? Wife's not a big fan of the mustache, Jim. No. <laughs> it's not it is, a good look. It's it not is a good your look. face. Uh, it is your face, you know. It is, but it's it's not a good look. <laughs> you can it tell is for not, me. I like the look. But you no can tell I'm not married by, by that comment right there. Yeah. It is. You know, it is my face. Yeah, well, <laughs> this <laughs> is my marriage, right. and I make all the decisions. That's That would be like a wife. A wife, not yours, but just a wife. We're just, we're, we're rolling tonight, aren't we, boy? Yep, hot tonight. Coming in hot. What are we talking about? What are we supposed to talk about tonight? We're supposed to talk about the script, Jim. Well, I have a couple more points I want to make before we get to switch hitting. Oh, switch hitting. Right. That's our main topic, our main event, as they say, (laughs) in the boxing world. You know what movie I watched this week, by the way? Uh, Creed 2. Great movie. Was it good? I wanted to see it. You never saw it, did you? Oh, it's great. Oh, well, Creed 1's good, but Creed 2 is great. And I'll tell you why. Oh, good. Because there are like tentacles that connect all the characters together it really is something oh sweet. they didn't I, a lot of people said it was very typical like a typical rocky movie you know yeah. underdog which it was but that they look past that and not so much on the surface and dig deeper you'll see that there are some really cool connections between the russian guy that he beat in like 19 what was it 85 and his son and creed and rocky and drago drago makes it a Drago's back. You, don't know, you didn't know that Drago made the made an appearance? No. The movie centered around Drago and his son versus Creed. Which one? And, two? Yes, Creed 2. And Rocky, by the way. Rocky and Creed, by the way, or uh Rocky and uh Drago have a uh nice interaction too. It's pretty, it's pretty intense, but it's pretty cool. I don't you so have to shout see out, it. shout out to Jeff Grosso, who's one of our lab members. He's right. a freshman, uh right. high school player. He I call him Drago. Because he's got blonde hair and he's like a hitting machine. Like really? he's like a cyborg. Yeah. Oh, is he's that right? Really awesome. 
Yeah. Hey, you know something? If you take away, uh, there's lessons to take away from when Rock. What was Rock? Which movie was it? Was it four when Rocky beat uh, uh, Drago? Yeah, four. It was four. Yeah. There's lessons to take away from that. That you have to still have that great skill. Rocky was more skilled than Drago, but he was more technologically advanced. But Rocky found the balance. Steroids. Yeah, because Rocky could take 150 punches and. Rocky rounds. was not on steroids. Drago. No, no, the Drago was. You think so? They showed him getting shot up. Oh, they did, didn't they? That's right. Oh, can I give you a little spoiler with Creed Mm -hmm. 2? No. No, I'll I'll, shut it off right now. I just want one. I'm just going to shut it off right now. Mute. It's not the end. It's it's, it's just a little little storyline. Oh, you son son of... All right. Um, There was was another debate on Twitter this week about the lack of skill in baseball. Yeah, right now. Now, to me, what I take away from it is that there is a lot of athleticism, maybe some of the best athleticism of all time in baseball right now. No disrespect to when your dad played or when Ted played. But it's not even close how much better it is now. But there maybe is lack of skill in baseball. What's your take? No, I think there's a plenty of skill too. Okay. Uh, yeah. Then why this? Why all the sloppiness then? Because I'm starting to, I'm starting, I'm trying to figure that out. Sloppiness in the batter's box, in the batter's box, on the mound at times, in the field. I mean, controlling it defensively too. Yeah, yeah, I don't think the defense. I, I think guys get to defensively, guys get to way more balls than they ever got to. Yes, I agree with that. That are like tough backhands, guys wouldn't even get to before that would roll into the outfield. I agree with that. I'm talking more like mental breakdowns yeah i guess i'll run down the other night that that yeah. was pretty ugly well maybe it's coaching maybe maybe we don't prepare the guys we just expect them to know everything yeah. just like mercedes we expected them to know you know not to swing at that thrill maybe guys aren't being coached up enough not sticking mm-hmm. to the details you know maybe we're seeing the you know the fact that we didn't have a season last year and guys are a little bit rusty in terms mm-hmm. of the young players mm-hmm um, that could be it. Um, I think guys throw really hard. And when you throw really hard, you typically don't have as much feel. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not spotting balls. You're not trying to hit corners or hit, you know, ball seven just off the corner. Mm-hmm. You're trying to throw hard anywhere from, say, the top of the thighs to the belly button, right? That's a pretty big window I can miss. Yeah. But as long as I'm throwing hard in that channel, then I'm going to get people out. So, I think that that would be sloppier. You know, pitchers yeah. are just kind of rearing back and, and letting it rip, and there's probably not as much finesse involved there. I think hitters are the same way. They're rearing back and trying to trying to launch everything. So I, that might come across as sloppy. It might come across as not having as much skill, but I don't think that's the case. I, I think these, these are very elite athletes. Yeah, yeah. All right, be sure to uh, follow us on social media at Jim Tara at Epstein hitting on Twitter and uh, the Instagram. Let's get into our main event topic. We've all been waiting for switch hitting. You know, I wanted to switch it at one point. Did you just, you just give a thumb up? How'd you do that? We were, there's all these new things now with zoom. Like all of a sudden it, it changed in like a matter of seven days. Yeah. I know. I know how you, you, yeah. you did I wanted it. to give you a thumb up for finally getting to switch hitting. Well, I mean, we got to get get to our sub our subtopics too because they're mm-hmm. always fun to talk about. No, they are. I'm just giving you a hard. Time. I just wanted to see how the thumb worked. It worked. Hold on. So, oh, there's the reactions. Uh, yeah, I see it. Here we go. That, by the way, that may have always been there. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I gave you the heart. See that? I don't think people are gonna see that though because when I edit the uh, the video, it's a shame yeah. they don't see my heart. I don't know. Now, see, I don't know how to get rid of it. It'll go away. Oh, stupid Zoom. I mean, your heart's probably shutting down anyway, so. <laughs> God, yeah, I hope I that doesn't I'll see it went away, hey, so there hey, you go. by the way, Wednesday, make sure you call me Wednesday, just to, you know, yeah. check in. Oh, well. Mm. All right, switch hitting. Get out your notebooks, everybody, because we have a notebook here. Remember that notebook uh, on a few weeks ago when we did the bow mechanical breakdown? Mm-hmm. I had my notebook with the bow scouting report notes. Remember that? Yeah that notebook well i haven't we're going to get that notebook out again because you remember you wrote in that notebook uh the keys to switch hitting and the reasons to switch hit so what yeah. would be the reasons for someone to learn how to switch hit 
they're not very good from the no <laughs> so the <laughs> yeah. main reason not good from one side try the other <laughs> <laughs> might as well try the other so the reason say say i have a player and there's um they're a right-handed hitter and they're mm-hmm. young. You know, they're, they're young. They're, you know, whatever, eight, nine, 10, 11, something like that. Yeah. And I get to talking with them and they'll tell me something like, Oh, I throw left-handed. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that's stupid. Why do you throw left-handed and not hit left-handed? <laughs> right. Or uh, they'll hit right-handed, but they'll say, um, I kick with my left foot. Sure. sure. And I write with my left foot mm-hmm. or <laughs> so talented. I write with my left hand. It was even better. I, I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. Like, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> and so I'll ask him different things. Like, if you were to punch me, how would you punch me? Would you punch me right-handed? So all of a sudden, I'm finding, like, even though they're, they're a right-handed hitter, they, they, they do things with their left hand. You know, um, they, like I said, they eat or they write left-handed or they kick left-footed or they would box left-handed. So I would say, okay, let's try this. Let's see if your body wants to move that way. Mm -hmm. So that's one reason. Another reason would be uh, a player that is uh, a left-handed hitter. So they've hit most of their life left-handed, say even older than that, up to 15, 16 years old. So they're a a natural left-handed hitter in that they hit left-handed, but they're a natural right-handed thrower. Yeah. And I'll say, and they can run uh-huh. and they're middle infielders, you know, or a center fielder, like they're fast. And so I'll ask, you know, or a catcher, you know, mm-hmm. somebody like that. Right, I'll right, say, right. Can, can you hit right-handed? You know, mm-hmm. I, I understand you're right-hand dominant. You throw right-handed, you kick right-footed, you do it. And they can, and they'd be like, yeah, I can kind of do it. Mm-hmm. And so I'd be like, okay. Like I would sacrifice time to learn how to do that because meaning this is a good player that might get drafted. Well, if you're a switch hitter and you're yeah. fast and your your stock goes up, what those people don't know is they're naturally left-handed. Everybody wants the left-handed part of a switch hitter. Yeah. So if a player is already good from the left side, I'll mm-hmm. add the right side to it because they're only going to hit from the right side 10% of the time. Yeah, okay. So even yeah. if they're not as good, it doesn't matter. Yeah. What I never do is take a player that's right-hand dominant and really good right-handed hitter. Mm-hmm. And they can kind of hit left-handed pretty well, but mm-hmm. maybe their exit velocity is like eight, 10 miles an hour less, you know, or something crazy like that. You know, yeah. their bat speed's less. But now all of a sudden they're a switch hitter, but the problem is they're going to have most of their bats from the left side. So they're hitting from their weaker side all the time. So that's when I would never recommend it, even though they could do it yeah. because their right-handed swing is so much better. I would want them to continually hit right-handed and not left-handed. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying it's easier for left-handed batters naturally to switch over to the right Not side necessarily okay it's easier okay. for a left-handed hitter that's a right-handed thrower okay to go back and, and hit right-handed so if you're like lefty lefty done though, the hard part but what about if you're lefty lefty if you're lefty lefty right and you can throw in some right-handed absolutely you can do that too because again you're never going to be as good mm-hmm. from that other side of the plate but yeah or is strong because it's not your dominant strong side you mm-hmm. don't throw from that side but again you're hitting you're hitting you know maybe 10 to 20 percent of the time from that right side of the plate yeah. so if it gets you drafted it gets you drafted okay okay that's, um, that's the reason and, and then other things you know if somebody's yeah you know got really bad vision mm-hmm. and their their dominant eye is their right eye you know mm-hmm. maybe hitting left-handed would be an option that would help them see the ball better mm-hmm things of that nature when do you start what age is good i mean you kind of alluded to it there but does it matter the age um if somebody's going to switch it yeah then we would you know do it when they're younger you know, usually mm-hmm. under 12 yeah is the time to just start doing it mm-hmm. you know what happens is baseball so competitive now that they don't want to give away at bats mm-hmm. um, we have a player we work with here who's really good he's on a 12u team mm-hmm and he's yeah you know, physically he's advanced you know he's mm-hmm. he's a strong 12 year old and athletically he's you know gifted so if he can hit left-handed mm-hmm. he can really hit right-handed and right. so you know his dad's like hey i want you to hit left-handed like it's okay like you, you got to get at bats that way even though you don't feel like you're as good the only way we're going to get better is to hit left and his dad's right about that 
but the right. kid's like, dude, I just want to drop bombs right-handed because I can, you know? So it's yeah. a hard, it's a hard dynamic when you're the right-handed hitter trying to hit left-handed mm-hmm. because everybody's a right-handed thrower at a young age. So it's much simpler if you're a left-handed hitter growing up and you learn to hit from the other side. Okay. So a kid comes in scenario time here. A kid comes into you, say he's 14 years old and he's about to go into high school. It's freshman year of high school. He comes into you and says, Ep, I want to learn how to switch hit. What's your, and he's, a, let's say he's a good right-handed hitter already, mm-hmm. but he's growing and maturing. He's getting mm-hmm. to that age. What do your, what do you say to that? What's your answer to him saying, Ep, I'd like to yeah. switch it. Okay, cool. Let's see what it looks like. Let's put mm-hmm. it on a T. Mm-hmm. Let's put the blast on and the hit tracks and let's see what your bat speed is. And let's see what your exit velocity is. Okay. Is it any, and this is off a T, not even reacting to a moving object, right? Whether mm-hmm. it's a machine throwing velocity, you know, live at bat or front toss, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't matter. It's just a T, you know, are you within a couple miles an hour, you know, of your dominant side? Yeah. That's where it would start. Mm-hmm. I can usually look at someone and be like, no, that doesn't look right. Yeah. And that's never going to look right. Or I can say, that's not awful. Okay. Yeah. So if I look at it and say, that's not awful, and the numbers are high enough, mm-hmm. meaning a guy's right handed bat speed 70 miles an hour and his left handed bat speed is 66 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Okay. Meaning it's only four mile an hour different. Okay. Let's see what happens. You know, you got to get sure. stronger from that side. You got to work the opposite muscles, you know, your whatever your right side obliques versus your left or vice versa. So, mm-hmm. um, but if it's like he has 70 miles an hour right-handed and he has like, you know, 58 miles an hour left-handed, then it's like, it doesn't matter what you do. It's just, it's not there. Right. So that's usually, that's usually how I'll do it. And unless they're big monsters mm-hmm. or they're really fast, I wouldn't entertain it. I mean, we can look at, I mean, how many dominant major league switch hitters have there been? I don't know. Mm-hmm. We can was five or something like that. Five hall of fame. Mm-hmm switch hitters you got rose i oh, forgot he switched it by the way he's not he's not in the hall of fame but he should be should be you yeah. got rose you got mantle yeah you got eddie murray you got chipper jones was that four mm-hmm. i got one but i don't think he's a hall of famer jorge posada jorge posada uh, yeah, he was, yeah, but he was a dominant, right? Pretty dominant hitter from both sides of the plate. Yeah. But not um, a whole fan. I mean, it's, it's really hard. Yeah. There's sure. just not, I yeah. mean, Lindor is a switch hitter, right? You know, he's, yeah. he's pretty good right now. So, you know, the switch hitters in today's game. Right. Is that sure. It? I'm sure there's, there's more, but we're just Jimmy Rollins. Jimmy Rollins was, was, was pretty good. Yeah. Who else? Uh, I almost said Boggs, but glad I didn't know what it sounded like an idiot. Uh, but there's yeah. this, I mean, it's hard. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's, it, it's really hard. Um, and so you always want to put your best foot forward. And yeah. unless you're given the opportunity to fail, like mm-hmm. say, say you're a Latin American player, an international mm-hmm. player. Yeah. And you're, cause I, my list has a lot of, um, switch hitters that mm-hmm. kind of can switch hit. When I look at them, they don't look ugly, right? What I don't know is how fast they're swinging, you know, from both sure. sides. Yeah, but I'll be yeah. like, well, they look like this, that, the other, right? And so you have these kids in there, they're, you know, they sign when they're whatever, you know, yeah. like 16, the year of their 16th birthday. And they have two years to keep switch hitting at the Dominican Academy. Two years of hitting every day from both sides of the plate. Yeah. Everybody do it. Yeah. And then they come here and they go to, you know, whatever extended spring training or, or, or the, you know, Arizona. Uh, yeah, I guess it would be extended. Um, and they do that for a couple years or, or rookie ball, you know, or the Arizona, you know, summer league, whatever. And they get, and it doesn't matter because they're 18 years old and, and nobody's going to cut them. Right. 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 But all of a sudden, if you're an American kid and you got to, you're trying to make, get a scholarship, yeah. you're like, Oh my God, I, I don't want to give away 20 at bats this 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 month yeah. you know I, I i can't afford to give away 20 at bats and so you know you just don't see as many um u.s players that are switch hitters because of that there's just so much pressure 
I'm not trying to poo-poo on the idea of switch hitting, but I'm wondering uh, I'm if it's, I'm, I'm wondering if it's hard. even worth it anymore. Right? Because hitting is so hard in today's game. And I think hitters yeah. are falling behind pitchers. Is it even worth switch hitting anymore? Or should we just stick to one side of the plate? It's a really good question. That's why I do what I do. You and Howard Stern, man, just you get the most out of their, your guests. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, but the thing is, we're partners, so it's different. You and Howie. You and it's, Howie. You're my partner, so it's different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Don't I don't sound know, too man. depressed. I, Jesus. I, 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 I think, yeah, I, I, God, that's really tough. I would say it's probably not worth it. Okay. Switch hitting. And the, the reason is, is you're almost, looking at things, looking at breaks in different ways. But I guess we are anyway. Like if we face a left-hander or a right-hander, those balls are breaking different different ways. Everything's breaking into you. I don't know. I don't know the right answer to that. I would say it's really hard to be dominant from two sides of the plate. Let's go go to the best players in the world. Like how many switch-hitting Hall of Famers have there really been? Not just every day. Like if Jimmy Rollins wasn't a shortstop, he wouldn't have been a – he wouldn't have been a big leaguer as a switch hitter. He wouldn't have been able to play left field as a sure. switch hitting. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, uh, Maybe I left. Yeah. He had, he probably had a much more dominant side. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't remember what it was. I remember JT snow was a switch hitter and just scrapped it halfway through his career and just hit left-handed, Yeah. you know, the rest of his career. So I'm kind of going to say it, it's probably not worth it. All right. Fair the enough. college game, they used to love it because college coaches love to platoon guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a left-handed pitcher. We better not ever throw a left-handed lineup out there. God forbid, lefties cannot hit against left-handed pitchers. Right? <laughs> you sound but like Billy Bean from Moneyball. Yeah, it's like I, I just don't get – well, if you give them a chance, you know, give them 100 at-bats. Let's see if they really can hit left-handed. You know, are they a better player than the other option? So – you know, coaches are in, in college are big on on platooning. So maybe being a switch hitter, you, oh, now I'm not going to get platooned in college. If I, if I get to college, I don't know. First 100, yeah, first 100 plate appearances, which, by the way, was the topic last week on our show. So go back and listen mm-hmm. and subscribe right. to the podcast. Yeah. Um, so you kind of touched on it already, but let's circle back to this question that I have. How do you become if you're going to do switch hitting and you think you're going to be a hall of famer as a switch hitter god bless you the odds why, are not in your favor as we if you're going to do something do it as we've deciphered but if you're going to do it then <laughs> you go on dive and do in, it brother <laughs> that's right More dive so. in brother <laughs> how do you become a successful switch hitter if that's play the case if ball. you want to switch it play wiffle ball and play pepper mm-hmm. when you're like eight years old okay. so those of you that are young dads which I used to be. <laughs> oh, you're still young. So weird. But you handsome fellow, you teach him how to play pepper and teach him how to play wiffle ball or her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, both sides of the plate when they're young, mm-hmm. when they're young or do what I did. I taught my daughter how to hit golf balls left handed. I'm sorry, right handed and taught her how to swing a bat left handed. Mm-hmm. That way they could do both. And then I could figure out which one was more powerful. And right now I can't. She actually is stronger um, from her left side. And mm-hmm. she really shouldn't be because she's right-handed. So it's pretty cool. You can try that. Okay. I'm I love try it. it. With a ball and pepper. I'm Just try it figure out the eye-hand coordination. That's the first thing from that side of the plate. Yeah. I, I just, something just came to my head. I have to ask. I have to ask. And if you want to laugh at this question, I understand. But I have to ask it. What if, let's say out young young dads, as you said, young dads out there have a young son. Stupid emoji. I, I hope they can't see that in post-editing. <laughs> Stupid laughing emoji. What if, uh, what if an idea that I had? What, again, I'm being serious now. You play another sport, you play hockey. I'm big on kids also playing Ooh, hockey. That's a good topic, Jim. Okay. We already Haven't we already done the topic? Well, maybe we haven't. I, don't I think know. so. Might be on our topic list. I don't forget. But if you're, let's say, a, a right-handed hitter in baseball and you write left-handed, 
but you're a right-handed hitter in baseball, you throw left-handed. Do you think like, say, if you go play street hockey, which I did, a lot of kids do, do they, do you give them a left-handed stick to shoot left-handed? Would that maybe kind of put the gears in motion to maybe if you want to switch it to being more sure. dominant in other sports on the opposite leg Absolutely. or hand, whatever? Yeah, I just said that with golf and I mean, were you not listening, Jim? I was listening. No, you're totally right about different. you're totally right about hockey though. <laughs> yeah. You're totally right about hockey because there was I remember I got I got a call from like the Toronto Telegraph or you know, I don't know what it was. Some yeah, some stupid uh, paper in Canada. Some, some Canadian newspaper during the World Baseball Classic years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, most of the like seven out of the nine hitters on the Canadian team were left-handed hitters and right-handed throwers. Yeah. And it was all because of hockey. That's how they played hockey. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking left-hand low in hockey is a dominant move. Okay. Would be my guess. And it didn't matter that they threw right-handed because it was like, this is how they played hockey. You put your right, you know, your right hand, I don't know, that's probably mirrored, but you know, your left hand low and that's how they learned how to play hockey. Mm-hmm. And so when they picked up a baseball bat, they had that same grip that they, yeah. you know, held it. And that's what it did. So those yeah. are people that didn't know what they were. They just, they learned how to play hockey first, mm-hmm. left-handed hockey first. Nobody cared what they thought. You don't throw in hockey, right? It's, you don't do two things in hockey. You skate and you, you got to, you know, you shoot and you pass mm-hmm. all the same way. So when they picked up a baseball bat, that was more natural for them. So you could yeah. totally do that. Well, and I asked too, because when I played as a kid, I shot right-handed and I'm, I'm naturally, yeah, I, I, I'm I naturally dominant. I'm naturally, but you're naturally dominant right-handed. I'm naturally dominant. I left-handed. know, but I shot did. right-handed. That's what I'm saying. And the yeah, swing, there are, what? What did you do first? You did baseball first though, probably here. I did. Yeah. So did I. I started playing That's hockey when I was you 11. Would, you would do that. I played hockey until I was 14. Yeah. That was street Great hockey. Sport. I love, yeah. I love hockey. I was a defense, defense defender. I used to play hockey on Sundays, baseball on Saturdays in the spring. But but I used to shoot right-handed because I don't know why I did. I was just more comfortable that way. And that's how I used to play with my friends in the street. But you do also generate torque, and there are some elements to the hockey, Heck to a yeah. hockey stroke, to a hockey For shot sure. that that correlate to baseball. Absolutely. Maybe there weren't any left-handed sticks around when you Maybe. got one. I don't remember. Maybe maybe all your buddies were right hand. You're like, hey, let me try that, and then you did it. I don't like, remember. You never know what the process is. Yeah, so, we used to we used to play on uh, out uh, in tennis court a tennis court outside the neighborhood when I was a kid. We used to take away the net, and there would be these two metal pillars on either side, and we'd have to skate around them. And I'm surprised nobody like got seriously hurt. We used to check each <laughs> other into, into the fence. It was great. That's fun. That's where you learn. That's where you learn. At right, real, true competitive, the competitive spirit, That's not right. the video no games. Parents or referees. Yes, no, no video games. Until somebody cried and went home. Yeah, nobody, none of us cried. We were, we, I mean, we were afraid to. Then we get made fun of on the bus the next day. Yeah. Oh, you should have seen when we played football too. Whoo! Surprised none of us were hospitalized. Anyway, you get my point though about hockey, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I do like hockey. That's a, that's a great way to learn. Yeah. Get a right-handed and left-handed hockey stick. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. Because again, coordination and hockey, just like baseball, it's a skill sport. Right. Um, so how do, so let's say you are a switch hitter. How do you properly divide your time between left-handed and right-handed? What's the learning process? Not so much the learning process, but what's the, the practicing pro- process like and the training process and making sure that you get enough reps in for both sides? You have to be diligent with it. You Mm -hmm. have to, you know, you have to do it on your own. At the college level, guys are pretty good. You know, we'll usually hit in two groups, Mm -hmm. you know, for the most part, like, you know, there's usually three BP groups for, Mm -hmm. for, for, you know, for pregame, especially. So they'll hit in like the first two, Mm -hmm. you know, you'll hit, you'll usually hit in both. Mm -hmm. Um, You'll, you can stay in there um, to get extra swings, but you have to get the same amount of reps from both sides or it doesn't work. It's that simple. You Mm -hmm. otherwise, you're just toast. <laughs> you, you'll have a really dominant just, side and, and not a, not a great other side. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's what, but that's like, that's to me, what's tough, the balance, finding that balance. Mm-hmm. And that's why maybe it's not, 
well, again, we're turning people off to switch hitting. We're not trying to do that, but yeah. we're also trying to make people more economical and smart here. You know, if you want to learn how to switch it, hey, you better be ready yeah. for the for more of a deeper thinking type type deal when it comes to switch hitting. With what comes yeah. with switch hitting, I mean. So when I was at Mizzou, we had one switch hitter, uh, Chad McDaniel, who hopefully get he'll get drafted. Mm-hmm. He was hurt; he had lab, um, hip labrum or something surgery. Mm, not fun. Uh, not good. Yeah. yeah, but he—I mean, he was a right-handed. He'd probably hit the ball a hundred feet further than left-handed. Mm-hmm. Like he was so strong right-handed. Yeah, and he created a lot more backspin right-handed. He had a much flatter swing. Left-handed, mm-hmm. he was a great hitter. Like you know, I think the year I was there, he hit over three hundred in the SEC. Left-handed, mm-hmm. um, but he didn't have nearly the power left-handed. Yeah, but he had the bat-ball skills left-handed. Mm-hmm. You know, he was, he found the barrel all the time. And so with him, it's like, what do you do? Yeah. You know, are you ever going to have that power, you know, that you have from the right side, from the left side? Do you just kind right. of be a, you know, a, a high average guy that doesn't have a lot of extra base hits, you mm-hmm. know, but he had the totally different swings from both sides of the plate, mm-hmm. but he could do both at a very high level. So and you know, who's a switch shooter, by the way, Joey Wendell, he's a pretty good little player. Mm-hmm. Just went up point that out there random yeah. random fact of the show yeah <laughs> now playing left field um <laughs> by the way I, i'm watching a lot of the rays they play really good baseball for being such a progressive as they say people say progressive organization they really play good old school baseball fundamentals yeah they played appearances it's tough plate appearances they're a good good little ball club not little, but they kind of remind me of uh, Fullerton back in the day. Like mm-hmm. they always have a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, they got a good, good bunch of ball players. Nobody yeah, says like, that anymore. Does anybody ever say that anymore? Gritty, you know, guys that probably hang out together. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, well, they go I, yeah. Separate ways. When yeah. They get so, to the hotel. Well, see you later. Yeah. Or get traded. Well, Nobody says that saying always... anymore. By the way, he's a good ball player. They always just say, "Oh, he's a stud. He's a star. He's this. He's got yeah. this. He's got you know." It's like he's a dude. He's a, he's a good yeah he's a, he's a dude right ball just, player I I like the I don't talk like that I like I just like the old saying of like man he's the guy's a good ball player yeah. good ball player you know he's a ball player you know yeah. all right anything anything more on switch hitting go for it okay is that gonna be the quote of the week go for it go for it why not yeah try something new. Be adventurous. Right. Don't be pigeonholed. Right. Get outside your paradigm. <laughs> Any other vocab words now, you want to use? Now we're going to we'll stop at that one. You want to show off that Fullerton education? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> next week, uh, what is the topic next week, by the way? Yes, it is a fantastic topic. <laughs> because we have Ronald Acuna Jr. We're breaking down his swing in a couple weeks. We are. I had it. I had the list up, but um, I was looking at it left-handed, and yeah. so I, I wasn't any good. Right. Yeah. Sounds like me. But oh, you know who I added to the mechanical breakdown series, by the way, for later on. You'll like them. You'll like them. Your What's guy, that? Jonathan India. Ooh. We're doing him. I already that's, got one. That's you. What? What's that? I already have a report on him. Well, yeah, but he already. Got I liked it. And he's in the uh, so he something about college next week. College to summer ball. Oh, right. That's right. That's what we're talking about next week. Summer ball, right? Because the college season is winding down. Yeah, do and softball is your... getting summer ball. Like summer ball is getting bigger in college. It used to be the right. softball guys were like, "Oh, all right, season's over. Yeah, go get a job." You know, or go home, go hang out, maybe take a summer school class. Now that they can go play and get another 150, 200 bats. It's great. It's great. So we're going to discuss both sides, baseball and softball, how to transition from your college team, from your college season to summer ball. Because some yeah. people take summer ball. It's just, ah, it's time to relax, you know, have fun. Yeah. It's not why we do this, kids. We don't do this for fun. We don't play baseball or sports <laughs> for fun. There's no such thing as fun. Just you know, it's fun when you do well. That's what's fun. That's what, the, you know what? I got to tell you, that is the one thing that when old school baseball people push back and say, you know, kids should be having fun, not worrying about all, you know, kids have fun when they're successful. That's right. Because they're not. And you've said this on the show. And we both have agreed on, on this. 
If you're having fun, you're going to keep playing. If you're not, you're going to quit. That's right. So what's why not your put process? yourself in a position? What's your process to have fun? Yes. How about studying? Studying's not fun, but when you ace a test, that's fun. I've never aced. What a if test you don't study and you flunk a test? Mm-hmm. Well, I had fun not studying, and then yeah. I flunked the test. Now I can't go to college, right? Or do whatever you know. I was I, now I can't drive. My parents won't let me get my license because I, you know, failed. Whatever I didn't, I didn't. My GPA was a two point Whatever it might be, I can't Oof. play sports. You know, like whatever it is, mm-hmm. you have to figure out what is fun. And sometimes putting in the work isn't fun. Mm-hmm. but having the success later is fun. Yeah. And that's what you have to prioritize. You know what? <laughs> that would have held a lot more, a lot more weight if it didn't slip out, almost slip out of your hands. You know, it would have been great if I had a microphone that I could virtually, like I could drop on the screen, you know, yeah. like I have, you one know, I could do like it. that. That just popped up. Oh, these emojis. Is this going to be like a new thing with the show? Just to just to upset you the whole time for the next hundred episodes or yeah. 150, it's going to be mm-hmm. emoji emoji centrist. Yeah. Oh, great. Hopefully, I'm not yellow. Maybe I'll be dead by. I won't. Maybe I won't make it by a hundred. My episode hundred. Yeah. From Jake Epstein to everyone, yellow. <laughs> <laughs> so next week, we're talking about um, college ball to summer ball. For baseball and softball. So my softball listeners, ears open. We're coming for you too next week. Yeah. Well, there'll be a lot more softball people ready to go to summer ball. And by the way, the, the for, our, for our um, for our softball girls listening, if you want us to break down a swing of a softball player, which we should do that, we will do that after Jonathan India. We're going to break down more softball swings. But if you have a specific player in mind, send it in to us, jimbopodcast21 at gmail.com. Yeah. Jimbo podcast 21 at gmail.com. Beautiful. Okay. All right. What do you got going on at the lab? Cause you mentioned something earlier about it. Now's the time for the promo. Oh, uh, well in the short term, yeah, we have, we have camps, right? So what about summer camp. ball, summer camp? Per, yeah. First, mm-hmm. first summer camp, June 7th. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we'll take a week off because our friends at college station high school are going to run their high school camp uh for their players and they're doing well shout out to college station high school they're like killing it in the state playoffs here so we love those we love all the high schools and college station but those yeah. guys um they use our place quite we have a, a lot of their members we have members from from the other schools too but these guys come in when the weather's bad you know and they they bring their whole team of horses to come in just mm-hmm. big dudes that's kind of their year so they're they're pretty close to getting into the final state regional stuff uh, but yeah, we have camps pretty much every, probably three out of four weeks this summer, different age groups, all skills camps. Some will just be hitting, some will just be for college guys, that kind of stuff. So pretty excited. Right. And then of course, certification, get ready for it in October. Yeah. Those are my favorite events. I usually lose my voice, but they're so fun for me to just talk hitting with people from all, all different backgrounds. And then, you know, all over the country, you know, it's fun. We, we pull from all over the place. All of them. All over. Mm-hmm. Anybody from Toto El Mundo? Anybody from Florida registered? No, I haven't even posted it yet. Oh. Well, now I'm they can just, get I'm just telling people. I'm just warming them up. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't posted it yet. You're wetting their whistle, as they say. That's it. Yeah, we usually have a decent southeastern contingency. California, Chicago, Midwest area. Mm-hmm. Um. We had the guys from Alaska come down, ah. Pacific, Pacific Northwest. So don't, don't be. How about that guy? For, how about like our listener in Ireland? Because we've got listeners in Ireland, apparently. We do. That'd be awesome. I'd love to go do one in Ireland because I love Ireland. I don't know sure why people that? people. I've only been to Ireland once, but it was one of my favorite trips ever. Really? Yeah, it was. Are so lying? And the people were unbelievable, and we had good weather, so it was like. You know, it rained a little bit, but it was like sunny a lot of the day, 65, just beautiful landscape. Yeah. The cows are super clean there because it rains and cleans them off. The cows. Yeah, they're like mm. the happiest cows. Really? Yeah, just chilling on these beautiful hillsides full of grass. How do you know cows in America aren't happy? No, they're not happy. How do you know? 
Well, the ones from California are. That was an ad they used to have in California. Right. It was like a cheese. It was like a cheese ad. Happy cows come from California, and they showed these cows on a hill. It was beautiful. Mm. Happy cows make good cheese. It was something like that. It was really clever. Hope that guy got fired who came up with that because it's really <laughs> stupid. <laughs> it's like LeBron said recently about the guy who came up, come up with the playoff playing tournament. That guy should be fired. That's what he said. I think the guy who came up with the cow thing should be fired. Okay. With all due respect. Maybe he's I still remember it. It worked. That's why you're not a marketing major. <sighs> no. No, I'm not. All right. Well, we're finished. Anything else before we get going? That's it. I'm out. Going to bed. Are you sure? Yes. But it, it's early in the morning on Monday. Why are you going to bed? <laughs> I, I was up all night preparing for this episode. <laughs> wow. All night, huh? <laughs> well, the problem is the yellow tint is hard on my eyes, and it's giving me a headache, and now I yeah. need to fall asleep. All right. Well, see you later, everybody. Get out of here. <laughs> Goodbye. Get out. <laughs>